Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We got a chance to talk to Forbert and Carlo after the game as well. Um, def- like, if we want to just touch on defensively and goaltending for a sec. Um, uh, so, on the goaltending side of things, Montgomery said he thought that was Swayman's best game of the year. I still feel that sometimes I see the puck coming at Swayman and like the rebound control he has still some issues with. Um, and w- when the puck's coming at him, I just don't like this is because Allmark has been playing so well, but there's just a little bit less like trust that he's going to make that stop. Like, at least when I'm sitting there, I'm I'm thinking, okay, maybe he has it. But with Allmark, it's like, oh, he's got this. <laughs> so it just feels like there's still, like, you trust Allmark more. Swayman did have a good game, obviously, only letting up the one goal. But um, the rebound control was a little sketchy. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the, the one thing that I noticed with Swayman sometimes is and I noticed him once tonight on it was like kind of like a low angle chance and it was a, a backhander flipped on. And I feel like sometimes with those almost like chaos plays where it's not like a straight on shot, it, like it's like, like it takes him like a, an extra just half a beat to figure out like where the puck's dropping. Cause like it'll hit him. He'll be in good enough position to stop it. But then it's like, he's got to kind of quickly look down and like figure out where it, where it went after it hit him. Um, but no, but for the most part, yes, he was, he was very good. And I think Montgomery's right. I think it, especially considering the opponent, I do think it was his best game of the year. And and he's, uh, you know, he's picked it up since, since he came back. I mean, he was good in the Carolina game too. So when he came in in relief, like mm-hmm. he didn't, I don't think he faced a ton of shots, but he had to make a couple of key saves there. So, and without um, him, without some of the saves that he made there, the Bruins don't break the streak for yeah. home wins. So, like, he came in clutch in that game when he, when he came in when Allmark got hurt. Um, and so the, those were two really important spots, you know, saving the streak at home and then keeping it alive today against Tampa Bay. The only goal you give up is to Steven Stamkos for his 999th point. But, I mean, I'm sure yeah, the Bruins are really on happy. A wide, <laughs> wide open one-timer wide open. with, like, yeah, no chance. Which, by the way, like, what, how, what, you know, when the game first started and Nesson showed the graphic of Stamkos being at point number 998, I was like, oh, no. I was like, it would be poetic justice. If I wasn't a Bruins fan, if I was a neutral hockey fan, I was like, could you imagine if Tampa Bay swarms their uh, Stamkos after getting his thousandth point at the Garden in a, in a lightning win? Um, like the Bruins did for Bergeron. Like, I was like, that's not that far-fetched to think that he just gets two points and then Tampa tries to do it to the Bruins because the Bruins did it. I mean, let's face it. I mean, we loved watching it, but, like, I'm sure the last thing Tampa wanted to do was delay the game four minutes when the Bruins left their bench to hug Bergeron in the middle of, the, of a period down in Tampa right. on on their home, their home ice. So I would I, I think that they were chomping at the bit to do it to the Bruins for payback if, if the opportunity presented itself. But obviously, it, fortunately, it didn't. 
I kind of wish that the the goal was his 1,000th though, just so Scott and I could have been there to see it. And like this, the the outcome is the same, like you know, but just that was his 1,000th point. <laughs> then we would have seen it, um, you know, because he did get so close, but no cigar. Yeah. Also, the, um, like, yeah. Well, on Stamkos, one of the moments I always think of with his career happened on Garden Ice, and I, you know remember it obviously because it was against the Bruins and I was there, but that, that 2011 conference final, when he took the shot to the face, I think it, it was a Johnny Boychuk slapper. And like, just thought for like, it, there's so much blood. Like just thought for sure. Like he's done. Like he's not coming back from that. And he comes back with the, the cage and he's got like just a huge gash on the side of his nose. Like that. It was, it was so nasty. And it was like, dude's just a baller. Like, that oh yeah you never you never forget that well yeah well also like later in that game the the nathan horton goal that was the eventual game winner that sent the bruins to the finals like you know stamkos was the one back checking horton on that play and you know i don't want to say the bruins wouldn't have scored had stamkos been able to breathe out of his nose but but he's back checking but you know that could have played that probably played a factor in him not getting back in time. I mean, he couldn't breathe, so he's probably huffing and puffing it up there. But yeah, he's and then you know a couple of years later he he ended up like breaking his fibula or something like that at the Garden. So not yeah. not the best rank for him to want to play in. I'm probably I'm sure. But um, one other thing I wanted to comment on too because you guys were talking about Swayman uh, midway through the third period or maybe towards the second half of the third period, uh, he made a he made a a right pad save on on Corey Perry on a two-on-one with Braden Point. And watching it on television, it was very, very clear that that puck was going right into the back of the net, middle of the net, had it not been for a phenomenal, you know, read and, and save by Swayman. But on TV, Jack said, what a save by Swayman. It looked like it may have been going just a hair wide. And it's like, no, Jack, that was that was dead nuts in the center of the net if that wasn't going, if, if you didn't stop that. But, uh, that was that was. Wait, we talking about craziest. Christian Pulisic now? <laughs> no, well, sorry. I, I, I heard say, you. I, I heard you say dead nuts. Sorry. I, <laughs> I will say, as a play-by-play -play broadcaster, if you're not looking at your monitor, like obviously he's not getting the same angle. He's see, we sit really far away. I will say that. So I give him a break on. But that I think, one. but I think Jack, I, I think Jack watches watches the monitor when he's calling it. I don't think he's watching the actual ice. But regardless, um, either way, well, I bring up Jack because it wasn't even it wasn't even the 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 wildest thing he said, and, and maybe you guys didn't hear this because because you were in no person, the pizza. But, um, I heard I heard oh, the maroon. He was fat shaming. Heard it, yeah. It's like it's 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 amazing. By the way, um, there was three things that I wrote down today. That that Jack said. Yeah, not besides the pizza. At one point, he said, "I will examine your sunburn." To brick i forget the context and another point he said zaka had chinese mustard on that somebody um so so anyway so a bunch of people were online and and the video and basically jack is just unprompted out of nowhere for no reason just fat shaming patrick maroon who at this point <laughs> in the game i think played about 45 seconds and it's just like Whatever it, it's what it is, but on uh, on one of the uh, videos online, somebody I I forget 
there were so many people tweeted the video and it was just in one of the replies somebody responded to the the video of jack going off on patrick Bruin and said this is this is this is the all-time jack quote right here and it was a video from like during the during the uh the pandemic season when um they were playing in front of like no fans at the garden and i forget who they were playing but jack jack's going off on a tangent about how he's um about he, he said something like to jack uh to brick he's like um when i was when i was growing up my my sister was always taller than me and then and then, and then one day i got taller than her and i pinned her down and i got on top of her and i said <laughs> i've been counting and it was like it was the i was i i never remembered that being said and when i watched that video tonight i was like oh my god i remember like, that i remember how awkward and uncomfortable yeah. that was and you know the awkward silence from brick the total silence <laughs> just incredible can you can you imagine can you imagine jack just pinning his sister down and looking at her dead in the eyes while he's on top of her saying i've been counting it's it's just it's it's look love him or hate him he's original there's nobody else like him and for that he, he deserves all the credit in the world but my god does he make things uncomfortable the one thing i'll say about jack is i remember I've always had a soft spot for him, and and don't get me wrong, like I want to mute the TV ninety percent of the time I watch games. But when I was younger, my dad and I went to a game, and we were sitting in the, the corner of the rink, and um, like I think two or two or three rows in front of us was um, was Jack and his kids, and this is back when Dale was doing the home games and Jack was doing the road games, so he just had the night off and he was with his kids. And I was I was in middle school at the time, but anyway, so I. You know, I saw I got to see the human side of Jack when I was younger, and uh, so I've always had a soft spot for him. I know it's it's more or less an act, but um, yeah. or, or 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 is it? But well, he seems a lot calmer when you talk to him, not <laughs> like when he's in the hallway after like a period or whatever. Well, the best part about Jack and Scott, you'll you'll appreciate this. Did you know where Jack got his? Well, I, I shouldn't say his start, but did you know that he used to be a play-by-play? soccer announcer for espn yeah can you, actually, can you imagine scott today, doing, uh, jack doing soccer play by play yeah i i remember when he did soccer and i was thinking about today because i'm pretty sure he did at least one maybe two world cups for for espn when they used to have it um but yeah that that i think that was definitely his like first passion i think he you know was doing that even even before hockey or maybe like at the same time. But yeah, for a while, that was definitely his, his priority and kind of the, the thing that he was best known for. Like he was, he was one of the top, top guys at ESPN and he was getting, uh, you know, some of their biggest games. Well, he also was in the last dance, the Michael Jordan documentary. That's as right. Just, yeah. As just like, I'm just like watching and I'm like, Jack, because yeah. he's talking, because he's just at the desk, like, and he seems so much different, and he sounds like a news person, which is like, it's almost like totally you, your brain can't even process. <laughs> it's like the total calm, like newsy, like professional compared to what we hear. Um, imagine, imagine Jack called those games back in the day. Jordan slams Duncan, Bugs Bunny, take that. <laughs> You know, always something stupid like that. We should we we should we should get we should get Jack on here if we can. I would love to talk to Jack Edwards on this podcast. Yeah, we won't have a, a yeah. pretty long Jack tangent at this point. Well, we won't ever let him know that uh you know we we, we, we talked about him on you know leaning on this you know the sister thing, but 
that 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 one can stick. So yeah, we we have him on. All right, welcome to the Skate Podcast. I'm Brian DeVleese, joined by Bridget Pru and Scott McLaughlin, and alongside Jack Edwards, I'm Andy Brickley. Hey, Jack, um, <laughs> talk to us about when you were on top of your sister that time. Like, what was that all about? <laughs> that, would, that probably wouldn't go over too well. Oh, God. Quick. <laughs> he's gone. Oh, he's gone. We lost him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, we, we, we love you, Jack. You know, Jack. some jerk prank phone <laughs> called me earlier. <laughs> And we, we put that drop in Dale here oh, <laughs> that they play God. on the radio. Yeah. No, I, I look, I, I, I love Jack, uh, you know, cause he, you know, he, 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 he annoys me, but in a, in a loving way, but anyway, he, he, he had that, he, he had, he had his little fun with Patrick Maroon today. So I just think it's funny how like every, like every like three or four games, five or six games, like Jack will just pick on a random player on the away team or, or you know, or the opposition, just like, he just like, He's he's there punch his punching bag for the game and it's just hilarious how it just he arbitrarily chooses who to go after. But I'll be in so much trouble if I did that. By the way, another just total random stray thought here since we're already like off the rails. Uh Seattle Kraken currently lead the Los Angeles Kings eight to six at the end of the second period. Wow. (laughs) Like what on earth is going on? They're playing without goalies. Yeah. The Kraken are their top ten right now. By the way, I think they're like yeah. s- six of the overall in the league or something like that. Um, but yeah. Oh, one other thing we might as well talk about while while we're uh, while we're here. Oh, I hope Jonathan Quick's not playing in that game because he's in my fantasy lineup. That's <laughs> that's going to be a disaster. <laughs> I just lost every goaltending category for the week if he if he's playing. Yeah, that would be unfortunate for you. Um, so guys, we we have. Have your opinions changed on the Winter Classic uniforms now that they debuted the entire set? No, not really. I gotta, Still. I gotta, I gotta be honest, Scott and Bridget. I can't believe, and maybe it's just a cool thing to do. And if it is, be my guest. Like, who am I to say? Everybody is talking about how much they love them. And I'm sitting there asking myself, like, am I taking crazy pills? Like, what are we talking about here? Yes. <laughs> It looks it looks they look like a banana peel, like I don't I, I don't understand a rotten banana peel because there's there's a little bit of you know black and brown in there. Like the 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 gloves are just the ra- most random puke yellow you'll ever see. It does not go with anything in the uniform. Like the socks, I love the Bruins traditional black jerseys with the yellow socks. It, this is not me hating on a black shirt yellow sock combination. It, this this looks this does not look good. They look like a like an ECHL team. I don't like them at all. I got to be honest. Yeah, uh, I, I was wondering, you know, when we saw the full uniform, if I'd like them a little more. I wouldn't say that I like them less. I, I just think my opinion hasn't changed. Like, I just think it's underwhelming overall. And, you know, uh, they took a, a good logo in Wordmark, which they had already released with the meth bear and, and the way Boston's written like that. And then I think just surrounded it with, like, just not a very good jersey. Just really mm-hmm. blah. Kind of uh, you know similar to other throwbacks they've worn, and um, yeah, the the yellow socks, yellow gloves. At it, I don't know. All all of it together just do- doesn't really doesn't really work for me. I, I think it keeps it in like the same sort of C grade range where where I was like. It, it it almost you know what it almost feels like is like it's just 
like they got caught between doing something kind of new and original and also trying to be a throwback and just ended up in sort of like this no man's land where it doesn't really fit anything. And like, and I, I already mentioned it before, but like the, the logo doesn't really seem to fit with the rest of the Jersey. Like the colors aren't even close to the same. That brownish color isn't incorporated anywhere else. Like it's other than the, the little lace tie at the, on the neck, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's fine. And I, 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 I don't totally hate it, and I think I definitely like it more than Pittsburgh's, whose um, unis I, I do not like, but could have been so much better. There was When you saw that they were going with Meth Bear, like, and they broke out that logo, there was so much potential there, and I just feel like, mm, nope, have, have, didn't live up to it. Meth Bear is a 10, and they made him a 5. Yeah. Well, and they also, yeah, and it's like, He's shrunk in the wash too, because like it's a very small meth bear on on a on a jersey. It's like it's not gonna scare anyone like that. No, it's 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 baby it's baby meth. It's you know it's 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 little meth, little meth bear. But like I just feel like um I I just think it's there's people talk about the symmetry, like oh the symmetry matches the stripes are the, are the same in the socks. Like, well, yeah, that's like that's how that's how it's supposed to go. But like to your point, Scott, like I think that's a good way to put it. Like they got caught between throwback and, and modern, but it's like I just think that if you're gonna have black, if you're gonna have black a black jersey and, and yellow socks, whatever. But it's like you have you can't do black on yellow only because you look like the Pittsburgh Steelers, and it's like you have to break up those colors with like a white or like a like like a like a beige or something like we talked about. I mean, I would have put Meth Bear on like a white jersey, let it pop more. But if they were going to go with this black jersey, they should have just kept the, the socks black. They should have incorporated like a white or a cream or something like that. You know, black gloves, black helmet. At least it's it's a it looks like a lot. Like it's not a crazy design, but it's just a lot going on. Like you. Meanwhile, you have like the old school, like 1980s Bruins, like spoked B logo on the on the shell. And it's it's bigger than the logo on the jersey. And I think, look, I think a lot of the reason people liked it is because Bergeron was wearing it. And let's be honest, I mean, if Bergeron's wearing it, you can't hate on it. But yeah, I, I don't think it's the worst jersey you've ever seen, worst uniforms you've ever seen. I, I definitely can't elevate it, it to though, a B like, minus. Yeah. Even when like Bergeron was in it, I was like, scroll. The only thing that they can do, trust me. The only thing they can do to make it worse for me is if they do what Scott loves and give him like some chrome helmet when they get on the ice, like a black chrome helmet, I will lose my, I'll lose my mind. So anywho, I, I want to get you guys a two cents on the, on the full uniforms. Um, again, I echo Scott's comments. Like it's not the worst I've ever seen, but for me, it's like a, it, it's a C overall. If you love it, like I'm happy for you. Like I'm not here to dissuade your, your opinion. Like that's, you know, it's, it's subjective, but I personally, it's not, it's not my cup of tea, Scott. How about gold helmets to match the socks? No. Please God, no. no. God. Please no. No. <laughs> I, I I just might not watch the Winter Classic if that's the case. <laughs> I'll, probably, I'll just I'll just look for your updates on Twitter. Yeah, you can't you can't even root for that, Scott, because you and I are going to be up in the press box and we're not even going to be able to see. We're going to be blinded by gold <laughs> helmets reflecting at us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, just wanted to get you guys' opinions on that. Was there anything else, Scott? Congrats on your soccer team. That's big. Um, any other thoughts? That's right. 
we did we 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 gave you a we gave you a soccer segment last time without you. We waited till you weren't on the podcast to talk soccer. For <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. We did. Yeah. Time time to beat the Netherlands. When is that Boys, game? Uh, Saturday, ten a.m. Oh okay. All right, go USA, go. You like their uniform, Scott? The no, the the U.S. soccer ones are, are terrible, but. Whatever. Good. Oh, good, some good, good. jerseys you would have loved this weekend. I broadcast the Yale against um, U.S. Development under 18 team, and those USA jerseys are fire. Those, those are, are sharp. Just, that they were in their blues. They were, they were really nice. Yes. No. Those are sick. Those are sick. They. Those are the. Um, those are the uniforms they should have worn to the Olympics. But maybe who knows? Maybe four years from now they'll they'll smarten up and go with it. Um. All right. You guys. You guys have any other thoughts? No. Nope, all good. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We will talk soon.